This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. And we're already fucking this shit up. Thank you, Brandon, for that one. Uh, I'm just kidding. But as you can tell, this is another episode of Marking Out. That is Marking Out 101. And you're here with the Wolfpack players. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. And David doesn't have a Twitter. Hashtag no Twitter days. And I'm going to rewind a little bit. I have to thank Ring Rope Rebellion for our theme song. You can go follow them on Twitter. You could... Uh... At Ring Rope Rebel. Go download all of their music. Then go follow Nick Matocho. Thank you for making our uh, amazing uh, graphic design. Our and, logo. And as you could hear, as you could... Yeah. You already introduced me. Yeah, I know that, but I was going to reintroduce you because I rewound it. But we didn't introduce Cousin Brad. Yes, we have Cousin Brad on the show this week. Third co-host, second time to ever have a co-co-co-co-host? Co-co-co-co-co. Maybe, who knows? Co-co. You can follow him on Twitter at Bradigan89. Brad, how are you? I'm doing great. It's an honor to be here tonight. That was the worst thing I ever heard. But don't forget to go download all of our episodes on iTunes. Go check out MarkingOut.com. Go buy a t-shirt. Go follow us on Twitter, Twitter.com slash MarkingOut. Go like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash MarkingOut. We're always going to post amazing and very cool matches on there. Go give us our thought. Go give us your thoughts. Go post more videos. And that's pretty thanks, much it. Thanks Thank for, for listening. listening. Thank you for listening. Have a nice weekend. Let's yeah, right. We're let's done. let's start off hot with Monday Night Nitro. Monday Night Nitro. Good job, Brandon. Yeah, and uh, we're gonna, we're gonna give you the bads first. And the only bad, surprisingly, yes, Randy Orton was on Raw. The only bad that we have is Big Show versus Kofi Kingston. It was very. We, like, I don't know. It was, it was, it was bullshit. It was, very, it was very weird seeing Kofi Kingston in a squash match. It was bullshit. I remember when I was watching Raw, uh, Kofi Kingston hadn't been on yet, and I'm like, where's Kofi Kingston at? And then, boom, his music hits. Then, boom, Big Show's music hits. And then, boom, Big Show's fist hits Kofi Kingston's face. And then, boom, the match is over. And another boom. You forgot about the uh, pyro. Oh, yeah, Kofi. the pyro for Kofi Kingston. Yeah. What do you want to kick off next? The middles? I don't know, but, yeah. I, I, I'm not a big fan of this match, especially because it's a squash with Kofi, and he was just in a title picture scene for the Intercontinental, uh, yeah, Intercontinental Championship. I don't understand where does that like. Yeah, where does that? that leave Kofi Kingston? I don't, I don't agree with a squash match on this caliber. Is he still good enough, like, to compete for the IC after being a? Squash like that? And what was the point of the match? It doesn't make sense. I feel like Joy, Joy Behar. I mean, yeah. If else, I don't know who that is, but I mean... I, <laughs> from, it, from The View. So oh, yeah. What? No, I so definitely what? know what that is. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no. I'm not kidding you. But still, it shows that The Big Show is very powerful. Gives It really helps out Big Show. But it really doesn't help out Kofi Kingston. I mean, yeah, he can still go for the IC belt and whatnot. But it still doesn't make him look any good. Especially for whoever he faces, whether it's Wade Barrett or whatnot, it doesn't really do anything for them. 
Yeah, there, I just to me there was no point to it. There's so many other people that Big Show could have just had a little fast KO uh, pin with. Yeah, Yoshi Tatsu's available. JTG's available. Are they available? Yeah, they're available. They're still in the company. Who the fuck are they? What do you mean? Who's this Yoshitatsu that you're talking okay. about? Okay. First of all, you know who Yoshitatsu is. Second of all, I'm not going to go... Like a speci- is that like a drink or something? Yes. That you could order at the bar? Yes, it comes with alcohol. Brad, what, what's in a Yoshitatsu? I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> I'm going yeah. to say some sort of rum, maybe some Malibu. Rum? I don't know. It's more Japanese. Maybe like sake. Yeah, it's sake, more of a sake, sake bomb. Maybe, maybe, I, I still think Malibu. Sake and Jägermeister. Now, after you drink sake, is it, you get... Is it? Yeah, I think, I think Jaeger's Hawaiian. Sake, sake, $5? No, that, no, 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 no. Well, anyway, on to I don't the... know. Anyway, I don't think Jägermeister is Hawaiian. <laughs> no, yeah, it's German. It's German. That's okay. what I thought, yeah. Meister. Yeah, let's go and on to... Really? Let's, really? Let's go on to the middle. Okay, I'm not, I'm not supposed okay, to see what Okay, shut the fuck up. Did. Seriously, shut the fuck up. Let's go on to the middles. Why can't we talk about this? No, let's go on to the middles. The very first match we have here, Caitlyn versus Eve. It went to a, a count out. Eve... Yeah. Eve just picked up her title. Picked and up her out. championship, Divas Championship. Walked out. Am I allowed to say that I fast forwarded through this match? Sure, Chris sure, usually yeah. says that too. <laughs> um, I, don't I, know. I, I thought I thought it was a decent match. Just I didn't like that ending, but it 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 just makes Eve look like she's scared of Caitlyn, which I'm fine with. Yeah, just because I mean Caitlyn is a bodybuilder. She is supposed to be kind of a diva that you don't really treat like a diva that you don't want to actually face in the ring. I would so. treat I treat women the way I treat women. With the which is, fist? Which is in what way? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if I don't With know, fist? no. If, they, if, if a woman comes up to me and says, "Brandon, will you slap me?" I will be like, "How hard?" With my cock? With my hand? <laughs> no, but, don't apologize right now. For I that. apologize. You, you, you Brandon doesn't. Jump, I, Brandon <laughs> doesn't slap chicks with his hand. He does use his cock. Though. That's not funny. If they want, I. But you never know. <laughs> I don't know. You say jump, I say how far. Right. Uh, next, we got up. I don't know, Dave. You wanted to group everything together. What do you want uh, to do? Well, this I mean, hard. I was going to group together like all the promos and whatnot, just like the three man band promo. How no, but you to... like that. You like that. Right? Oh yeah, I was I was a big fan of the three man band promos just because it really, it kind of I don't know, it set them apart a little bit and kind of kept them in my mind. It kept them as singles competitors while being a stable. I guess. I mean, it just shows their unity, too, about how they're going up against Sheamus and Randy Orton. These are two of the top, uh, probably biggest names in WWE, and three-man band is going, standing, trying to stand toe-to-toe with them. So, I mean, yeah, okay, basically the only reason why the Orton and three-man band promo where they're three-man band and Randy Orton entered the Royal Rumbles in the middles because three-man band is good and we don't like Randy Orton anymore. Yeah, that pretty much sums it up. I mean, and then uh, I think three-man band inter- entered the Royal Rumble during the promos. Sheamus, right? Sheamus entered? Shame, probably. But no, no, no. Maybe not, no. No, Sheamus didn't enter. But I, I, I just, I don't understand how everyone can, yeah, you guys heard that, right? Yeah, he's not Sheamus. <laughs> but I, I just don't understand how these guys are just, oh, I'm in the Royal Rumble. If if these guys are entering the Royal Rumble, what stops me or Dave from entering the Royal Rumble? Uh, they're professional wrestlers assigned to a WWE contract. But it doesn't... Boom, man it, roasted. Oh, wow, getting the first... <laughs> regardless, that's one. I don't think you should be able to just enter yourself into the Royal Rumble. I think... I, I agree. I think that they have to have little prelim matches to decide on who's going to be in the Royal Rumble, or at least who gets tossed in like a little tumbler. Where they pull your name out. I think that you need to have a few matches or 
maybe have a huge uh, battle royal where the first few people are, that are eliminated are not eligible to be in the Royal Rumble match while the last four standing or some shit are allowed to be in there. I think that the only way that you can actually go ahead and enter yourself into the Royal Rumble where I don't ever want to see this is if you're in the main event picture. Because main event, you're already on your way or on your way down, maybe. Who knows from the... Well, are we seeing that with Ziggler? I mean, he is kind of a main eventer now. I mean, with the briefcase and everything and how he's been making a big name for himself with Cena. I mean, he is a main eventer well, he now. he had the main event match during TLC So would December. you, with him, now he's entering the Royal Rumble, do you consider that being him dropping down? I don't think so. I mean, Ziggler... He has so much potential behind him. He has he has the Money in the Bank briefcase. He can go after the World Heavyweight Championship. And if you if he wins the Royal Rumble, he could go after whatever championship he wants. He can go after the WWE Championship. While maintaining his World Championship. Uh, and then, you, boom, you have Unified Championship. Or, I wish. Yeah, but maybe Dolph Ziggler's just that damn good. He pulls double duties on pay-per-views and splits the time. And you got one match for the World Heavyweight Championship. You got one match for the WWE Heavyweight Championship. And we've seen him do I don't know why I said WWE Heavyweight Championship. <laughs> you all heard that, right? Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, they're boxing now. Yeah. Right. What's yeah. next on the middle? Uh, It's Wade Barrett and Ricky Steamboat. Why? Why? Because, first of all, it just doesn't make sense. Because why why Santino? Where does he get into this picture for the Intercontinental Championship? It doesn't make sense. Well, I think that was just kind of like a thrown together. He was just talking about the Intercontinental Championship with uh, with Ricky Steamboat. Steamboat. And what why why Ricky Steamboat? Where is he fitting into this? Is this going to be possible for uh, Richie Steamboat to be brought in? I mean, at NXT they did something similar. Where I mean, it wasn't to bring him in, but with Cassius Ono and. Ricky Steamboat, they went back and forth for a little bit. And then Richie Steamboat came out and kind of had his little feud with Cassius Ono. But if, if Richie Steamboat <coughs> came up to the main roster, at, like where would this place him? What What's the reasoning to would fit? place him in the middle. In the Intercontinental Championship? Yeah, why not? Picture? Yeah, why not? Let's do it. Let's go to the Yeah. What was that? I don't know. Let's Let's Stewie, Stewie voice? Stewie, that doesn't sound That's anything Stewie. like Stewie. This is Jeez, Stewie. Jeez, smoking I'm crack. Stewie. Yeah, we but... got a new Jack on the show? Do we? No, we don't. No, no. And then Middles, again. You have Greg Kali and Antonio Cesaro. The only reason why this is in the Middles, A, Kali's in the match. B, this is a repeat match from main event. And I'm going to say that I actually put it in the good. But, because we have to both agree, we kind of like... What are you, and breaking the fourth wall here? I am. Because I, I actually thought it was a good match. I thought it was probably the one of the better matches that Kali has put on in, let's in say, the time. past six years that he's been signed to a contract or yeah, whatever. No, how long listen, it is. listen, listen. Don't get me wrong. It was a great match. The only reason why I put it in the middle is because they just had it on. Yeah, I fucking hate. I hate when you do repeat matches. They, we it, just... We saw something similar with Del Rio recently. But it is understandable with main event, though, because not many people do watch main event. Which is... And not many people uh, get that channel either. I so, don't know. I mean, 
I mean, to put it on Raw, which is the I guess the stable of WWE. I just I just think that people should watch main event more, and they should WWE should focus more to main yeah. event. Put more I, focus. Definitely. On it. I mean, the, that the neutralizer is awesome. Yeah, that's pretty much why they wanted to do it was because they wanted to show off Cesaro's strength and in him being able to hit Kali with the neutralizer. Yeah, they wanted to probably they wanted <coughs> really. Pop right into the mic, why don't you? Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to see if Cesaro can do it on tape, probably, and then boom, you take it to TV. But I don't, I just don't, I don't think that. that you say boom a lot during this show. Is that what I said? I said boom again. Yeah, you said boom again. Yeah, let's making catchphrases. Two thousand thirteen. Let's keep the count for. Yeah, right. yeah, the boom count. All right. Yeah. Boom count. The boom count. Yeah. And I just, I guess, I'm going to take the time right now to apologize that this might not flow correctly. Yeah, this is what happens when Chris decides to go to uh, Florida. Yeah. Brandon's giving me the hush. Why? No, just, I don't know. Chris didn't want his name mentioned. I was going to give him that wish. I thought he did want his name no, mentioned. No, he said, he said specifically last week, you guys have permission to not mention my name. Yeah, that doesn't mean. Even though I said I'm going to be like Chris, 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 Chris. Christopherson. Yeah. But onto this the entire yeah, but an hour and a half without saying Chris. I don't know. I hope you kicked ass in your little uh, race down in Florida. He's not, he's not gonna listen. I'm just kidding. He does he's listen not to me. this. Roast <laughs> it, but I didn't want to bam roast you. Yeah. Onto the goods. We started off Monday Night Raw with Cena and Ziggler doing a little promo back and forth. It led to me jumping in gun with Ziggler entering the Royal Rumble during that uh, little segment. Yes, and it led to a match eventually. Very first match of Monday Night Raw of 2013 was John Cena versus Dolph Ziggler. I thought it was a phenomenal match. I really like that bump that uh, the referee took. I mean, not really. I guess the bump where uh, at the end of the match when I think Ziggler was had Cena in the sleeper hold and then he kind of, Cena kind of threw him off into the referee. I thought it looked really kind of legit. I mean, obviously it was planned, but it wasn't like a one of those obvious spots. I thought it looked pretty cool. It did. And then it led for Biggie Langston to make his way back out there. Exactly. Biggie Langston headed back down to the ring, hit the big ending on John Cena. But then Super John Cena woke up and uh, hit Ziggler with the AA. Just as the new ref came out. <laughs> Which was horseshit because how did that new ref... If that new ref was, uh, was backstage watching Monday Night Raw... Saw that Biggie Langston got involved. And saw that the ref was knocked out. I'm sorry. Saw that the ref was knocked out. How did he not see that Biggie Langston was involved? Is it possible he was tying his shoe? No, in it's the not gorilla possible. position. It's not possible because how do you, I mean? Yes, you tie your shoe in the gorilla position. You have to bend down to tie it no matter what. But he's not eating a, eating a banana in the back. A gorilla position. Picture a gorilla tying his shoe. I was picturing like Mark Henry, like. <laughs> in the gorilla position. The silverback gorilla. Yeah, that's Ryback. What's his nick? No, he's Ry the silverback. Ryback was the, the no, silverback. Mark Henry was the silverback. No, Ryback was the silverback. No. No, I don't know. Mark no. Henry was the silverback. Then why did Pat Buck feed Ryback a banana in OVW? Bam roasted. I don't know. He was the silverback. Ryback. Yeah, Silver but Mark Henry's nickname was the silverback. That's why his name is Ryback. Yes, okay. I don't. Yes, Mark Henry's nickname was the Silverback, though. Well, Mark Henry's been off because television you, you for a long time. Because you resemble the uh, Silverback Gorilla. Those things are fucking huge. Yeah. Well, 
We had Rhodes, Team Rhodes Scholar versus Team Hell No in a tag team match. Dave, you wanted to say something about this match? I thought it was a good match. Um, how long do you think this feud is going to go on, though? Rhodes Scholars and Hell No. To me, it's getting a little... Not, stale? I don't want to say stale, though, because it's entertaining still. But you have... Old? We, we said this last week. No, Tiring? old is stale. Tiring? No. Because we have so many, we why focus on just these two teams? You have a, uh, and I don't know what word I'm going to use here. Neither do we. You have so many other tag teams. We said this last week. A variety, a plethora. Thank you, Brad. <laughs> Brad went to Harvard, by the way. <laughs> he did. I wish. So I just don't know why focus on just these two tag teams. Do you see this feud going on till WrestleMania? I don't know. I I pers- I I do unfortunately, because I don't want to see that feud continuing continuing so long. Because like you just said, there's so many other tag teams that do deserve to be in that tag team spotlight, and they're not. And I feel like these two tag teams do not need to be in the spotlight. I feel like Team Hell No already built up, really did a lot for this tag team division, and they did exactly what they were supposed to do. I think it's okay to break them up now. I don't oh, think that they No, no, no. I would not break them. I don't I, don't I do not they're, they're too much fun together. <coughs> Shit. I do not I don't think that they need to be together anymore because you have so many other tag teams waiting in the background to get that shot. I think Road Scholars can take that those tag team titles and kind of guide those younger guys now. And I think that Daniels uh yeah, Brian Danielson, whatever, Daniel Daniel Bryan, Bryan and Kane can actually continue their feud that they had. Or even I don't know. Maybe just have them fall back into the little uh, little clusterfuck of tag teams. I mean, we did we did see Vicky Guerrero backstage saying that Doctor Shelby will be making his return next week on Raw. Right. So. That, so that could lead to the eventual breakup. But do I want to see the breakup of Team uh, Hell No? But the break- personally, I don't. But you also saw them during that same promo. You saw them both actually kind of looking out for each other. You saw Kane. Uh, concerned about Daniel Bryan's knees. Then you saw Daniel Bryan, bah, 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 bah. Daniel Bryan taking blame for his for the loss instead of having putting the blame on Kane. He said that it was his fault that they lost. So you're seeing them both really even out and kind of come together. Okay, so maybe they shouldn't break up, but they, <laughs> can, but they can definitely lose the tag team championship. And I do definitely think that they could fall into the background and let Road Scholars carry that championship and. Bring in those other tag teams. The only thing that I want to see come from the tag teams is if Damian Sandow and Cody Rhodes have a match at WrestleMania, I'm going to say it again and again, I want to see some sort of choir singing Damian Sandow's theme song to come into WrestleMania 29. That would be awesome. Yeah. I'd be a fan of that. Next up, we have... This is the pro- brace yourselves here. You guys ready? We have Randy Orton in the goods for his match with Heath Slater. Holy shit! Go, keep going, keep going. Yeah, this is pretty amazing. Congratulations to Randy Orton for making the goods because you suck. Uh, but yeah, congratulations. <laughs> please try. Please try not to get injured at all. But his match with Heath Slater was actually decent. <clears throat> I was a big fan of it. I thought that the three-man band uh, interactions with Randy Orton during the match was very entertaining. And I, I, I liked it. I, I think Slater is actually a really good wrestler. 
Yeah, and not many people think that. And I think he could put over anybody. It's time. It's time. He's a great. He's sell. He's a great seller. It's Slater time. It is Slater time. <laughs> you get it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. And Do you get it? Yeah, they get it. And after that match, it led right into Sheamus basically making fun of Three Man Band for losing. And uh, they stepped up to the plate. And I will, say, that, I will say, I think Sheamus can be a lead singer for Three MB. The way he sang Danny Boy was yeah. beautiful. Well, I don't know why he stopped. I was, yeah, I was digging he it. He didn't know the words. <laughs> yeah, he's Irish. He should have, right? Yeah, right. I don't know. The match that came from that was Sheamus versus Jinder Mahal. And I was a big fan of this. As every listener knows, I am actually a big fan of Jinder Mahal. And I thought that this match was very good. It was back and forth. It was a back and forth battle. You saw Jinder Mahal have a lot of good power moves. They had a little comedy spot with the ass grab, at the, with the ass grab being at one point. And I, I thought that was pretty funny. That was great. I thought that the once again, the, the interactions with three-man band throughout the entire match from the distractions... To them trying to just yeah uh, get that win for Jinder Mahal, I thought it was awesome. I thought it was very entertaining. Yeah. <coughs> and December sixteenth, two thousand and twelve, we saw the TLC pay per view. A match that was supposed to take place was CM Punk as the WWE Champion versus Ryback. Ryback. Really, Jinx, you owe me some water. I'm just kidding. I don't want water. Yeah, if I get up to go get water, he's going to have to pause the podcast. <laughs> yeah. And then it takes him two hours to figure out okay, what the fuck he wants. Okay, relax. You know that? <laughs> Stop telling people that. I'm sorry uh, I don't move. Needs to know. No, I'm sorry I don't move like a, ra- a railroad. A railroad train. <laughs> like what? Like I'm railroad, s- Rudy? <laughs> yeah, I did that. Chim, That's chim. Yeah, okay. Ro- Stop. Yeah, I'm done. Uh, yeah, so TLC, we were supposed to see that. And I wanted my money back. Brad wanted his money back, yeah, even he though he was sitting there that. marking out through the whole event, it was awesome. which was his very first event. It was awesome, too. But we finally got to see CM Punk versus Ryback in the TLC match. I thought it was a great match to have Fantastic. on the very first Monday Night Raw of 2013. It was pay-per-view quality. Uh, honestly, I think it's I called actually, Raw. I was. actually had, I was at Applebee's at the time, so I had the waitress change the station from the, from Sports Center to Monday Night Raw, because I had to watch that match. And I also had to see The Rock return, but mainly I wanted to see that TLC match, and that TLC match did not disappoint. I love that, the stalling, uh, suplex that Ryback did, where he was kind of teasing whether or not he's going to suplex CM Punk onto the ladder or the chair. Right, yeah. and then he went that back was... and forth, back and forth. Then it chair, ended up being the ladder. Ladder. Chair. Ladder. And then straight down the ladder. Yes. And unfortunately, would you say unfortunately, the Shield stuck their noses into this match? I don't know. I, it was I, at the I, same time the way they did it. I yeah. thought that this entire – from – well, let's even lead up to where how they even got involved. Listen, the lights shut off. What, Is that where you want to start? Oh, where was CM Punk? Oh, okay. CM Punk, <laughs> CM Punk was down on the... Uh... And why was he there? Because Ryback hit him with... It was because... Oh yeah, in the right corner, the CM Punk the went. CM Punk went for the the knee smash and the turnbuckle. Then he went for follow up with that bulldog. But then Ryback threw him right through the table to the on the outside of the ring, which led Ryback a clear path to the title. And then the lights shut off with his hand on the belt. That's correct. A championship. They don't call them belts in WWE. No. 
or maybe anywhere. Who knows? Sorry. They used to, which is bullshit. But yeah, but it's a belt. That's the thing. It's but it's not because it's the I don't know for some reason it's not. The lights go off. But regardless, the lights go back true. on. But well, no, before we say the lights go out, and when the lights go out in professional wrestling, who do you think of? The Undertaker. Who else do you think of? Chris Jericho. And really, I would not yeah. have put him too. Really? Yeah, I would have put Sabu second. But no, hold on. Sabu had no chance of being there. But <laughs> no, but Undertaker, Sabu, Chris Jericho, the three of them. Amigos, I was not expecting. Amigos. I wasn't expecting the Shield to come out. I was. I don't know why. I, I should have been. I I knew I they would get that. involved, but when the lights went out, this with with the Royal Rumble around the corner and WrestleMania, it's really tough to pinpoint so many things right now. Right. And you have so many different ideas in your mind where you're like, well, I can see that happening. So when the lights went off, you really didn't know, but you did know. And then, sorry, I just like upchucked a little bit. Well, when I was watching it, it was to the point where Ryback was on the ladder. And I said upchucked. Had his hand on the championship. Right. And I was was waiting for the shield. It was to the point where I was waiting for the shield to come out. And then the lights went out. I was like, oh, here they are. The whole thing with me, I think... When I think of the Shield now, I think of them coming from the crowd and their music. Their music is very specific. It's very specific. Yeah. So that is what I was waiting for with the Shield, and you didn't get that, but you did get Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins battling Ryback on the top of that ladder. A broken, a very broken ladder, might I add. I don't know how they balance on that thing. Yeah, that's. After that, that was, gorilla pressed no, that he, up. he got a new ladder. No, that yeah, was no, he got a no new way. Ladder. Did he? Yeah, yeah. I could have sworn it was the same ladder. Because he did, he did the, the gorilla, and uh, CM Punk was trying to fix it. Wasn't working. And he, 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 he did the gorilla press slam through the ladder, and then he after, right after that he went to go get that new ladder. But then you had uh, Roman Reigns come up from behind, and I was surprised. He all he did was pull him down. Well, not even pull him down. But I thought, like, I thought it would have been really cool if he did like a power bomb from the ladder or something instead yeah. of just pulling him down. I think there is the same spot at yeah at uh, TLC where it was reversed. It was Seth Rollins on the ladder and R- Ryback uh, pulling him down. I'm not a big fan of just pulling down off the ladders. I'd rather them do a spot, do either a power bomb off the ladder or I mean, not everybody's Tyson Kidd that could do like a Hurricanrana or some shit like that. But just do some sort of a move off of the ladder as opposed to just pulling them off. Right. And, of course, this led to CM Punk getting the victory, putting uh, the shield put Ryback through a table. Yeah, yeah through with, a table uh, with the steel. This, uh, yeah, steel oh, right, onto steel the steel. Tap, uh, yeah, steel onto, the, 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 onto the Pepsi rep. <laughs> the Pepsi yeah, we, rep. we all can't pronounce it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Epilepsy step, 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 step. Epilepsy. Uh, and CM Punk re-aggravated the knee, which... And then started limping up the ladder. Yeah, so CM Punk came out victorious. Where does this leave Ryback in their feud? It yeah. leaves him without another title shot, that's for sure. I mean, after the Royal Rumble. I mean, where does this leave you thinking with the Shield and CM Punk? I think that this mainly focus on... You can mainly focus on Ryback versus the Shield now, as opposed to Ryback versus CM Punk. I think right now it's going to be CM Punk versus The Rock as your... Uh, center, and then you're gonna also have Ryback versus Shield. I don't think you're gonna see Ryback versus CM Punk, Ryback versus CM Punk, for a little bit of time now. I think that's it. 
You know what? I just thought of with the Royal Rumble coming up. Triple threat match. No, no. Right back winning the Royal Rumble. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> last year, no, was it last year? Two years ago, when the new Nexus were in the Royal Rumble, they they all they came out separately and whatnot, and they they were helping protect CM Punk. What should have happened, which I think is a perfect opportunity for them to do this with the Shield is not have Dean Ambrose, not have Seth Rollins, not have Roman Reigns in the Royal Rumble at all, and just have them come in at one point to further further a feud with whoever's going to be in that Royal Rumble and just clear house. Maybe have... <clears throat> if I could definitely see Final 2 and Ryback being in there, with and then ha- or Final 3 and having Ryback in there, and then having the Shield uh, interfere and... Get uh, distract Ryback and get him eliminated, leaving two other uh, competitors. Yeah, I, I honestly I don't want Ryback in the final three. I don't want him in the final two. I don't want him to be the winner. I nothing against Ryback or anything. Well, but, the winner gets the title shot at WrestleMania. Yes or no? Yeah. So I mean, Ryback I feel is already established via the fans, mm. via just being there. He's had tons of main event matches. He's been screwed and whatnot. I mean, in the past, I would be against seeing him in that WrestleMania match, but, I mean, he's kind of won me over. But I still, I can't see him in a title match at WrestleMania. But, you see, the thing is with the Royal Rumble is I, I, we said it last week, again, we need somebody new. Ryback is new, but I feel like we need somebody. Why don't you bring in somebody from NXT? (laughs) That's fucking hilarious that you did that. Thank you for doing that. (laughs) (laughs) But... Take it back to WrestleMania 21 for Take a second. Take it back to WrestleMania 21. You had the Money in the Bank ladder you match. You had the Money the, in the Bank ladder for match. For the very first time. First time ever. And so, someone like Shelton Benjamin... Shelton Benjamin! Could have, right. ...could have done so much with that briefcase. And it's like, we need somebody that was to, to that was on the same level as Shelton Benjamin was in, in, in WrestleMania 21 times. Well, maybe you could just have Shelton Benjamin. I mean, now well, he's honestly, like, will Shelton Benjamin come back and win the Royal Rumble? No. no. So we need somebody that was in that position, at, like Shelton Benjamin, to win the Royal Rumble this year, and actually go somewhere with it. Like he kind of like didn't. I don't know. I feel like he could have gotten yeah, a lot further, but they didn't really give him the opportunity or yeah, chances. That which he is deserved. exactly what I'm saying. Is people. In the WWE, need chances. They need opportunity. There are tons of people. CM Punk. We, this leads into the the pipe bomb promo that came up next. Uh, well, that came up next on our good list. But uh, CM Punk, Tyson Kidd. Do we see Tyson Kidd as a main eventer? No. But there are so many people that can get this opportunity that are just floating around, kind of. Zack Ryder, he has 101 weeks already for episode 100 of See True Long On Story, and they kind of just fizzled out. That's dropping the ball big time, WWE. Justin it's, Gabriel. Justin Gabriel. We said last week, we said Kofi Kingston, we'd like to see him win the Royal Rumble. There's just... I think Kofi, act, act, after losing a big show, as you pro- Brandon probably says almost every other week, in order to build somebody up, you have to knock them down. So... I, I wouldn't really be against seeing Kofi Kingston win the Royal Rumble, too. And I can see him doing that. 
Yeah, and he'll get that reaction from the fans that... Would, would you see any of these guys... Would you actually see any of these NXT guys coming? Like, what are you know. yelling for? I don't know bro. how to work this shit. Yeah. I don't have a mic in front Listen, of me. Listen, you came here to my house. You're drinking the alcohol, the devil's juice. I'm sh- I'm sh- wasted. I'm shwasted. I'm shwasted. I don't know. Would you see any guys like Cash Sono or no. any of these other no. guys? In- I don't see anybody from NXT coming. Okay, so so when you're talking about any all this, when I'm Rumble, talking, you're about- talking about everybody else that's floating around in there, right? You're not talking about anybody on the outside. You're talking about what they have right now, right? Exactly. Like okay. I said, Zack Ryder, Kofi Kingston, Justin Gabriel, just people who we can see as these main eventers. You, I know a lot of people listening don't see Justin Gabriel as a main eventer. But it's there. A lot of people also didn't see Shawn Michaels as a main eventer when he first started. When exactly. He away from the Rockers. Exactly. And it's there. It really is there. But Pay attention, motherfucker. No, I'm just well, kidding. Don't yell at them. I'm kidding. He's kidding. You're allowed but... to hear opinions. Right, yeah. <laughs> but the pipe bomb segment came with CM Punk dropping all over the place. A bombshell or whatever with this pipe bomb. <laughs> it, is, it sounds like there's only one bombing going on right now. <laughs> I guess that's a bad bro, so I'll go fuck myself. <laughs> yeah, no, that pipe bomb was awesome. I thought I thought it was really cool how he brought Brodus Clay involved. He brought Tyson Kidd involved. He named he, who else did he name drop? He named drop Flair, Edge, HBK. Oh, that's another thing that Hogan. He said, which I agree with actually, where he said he said that not only is he the greatest champion of the modern era, he is the greatest WWE champion ever. And for the fact that you had somebody like Bruno San Martino, who held it for as many years as he did at one time and during one run, these guys only wrestled once a week. Or once, a, once a month, I mean. Once I, a month. I thought that was a very good argument. Because, I mean, I never really thought about that in the past, where these guys back in the day, only they didn't wrestle every almost every day. They weren't on the road almost every day. Right. They weren't gone from their families for 350 days of the year. Yeah, so comparing what they have now to what was, it's very impressive. And it's a lot more, there's a lot more athletic ability to it, I think. That goes into, with the... With what? uh, With the Hulk Hogan. (laughs) How he mentioned how Hulk Hogan never had to face a guy like Ryback in a TLC match. Right. You will never, you would never have seen Hulk Hogan in a TLC match. You, what did you? What's the closest you've seen him in a steel cage match? Maybe, where I'm sure he didn't even climb out to win if he was in a steel cage match. But it's it's just like these these champions, and then off camera, completely unrelated to WWE today, Billy Graham, superstar Billy Graham, got really pissed off at CM Punk for well. I don't know this to be fact. I guess it was on his Facebook page or whatever. But Brandon and him are friends. Yeah, I wish. Dude, I idolize him. But he said that he's well, pissed off. WS Supercard. Go yes. buy tickets. Yes. Uh, April 4th. April 4th, April 4th, 5th. April 5th. Go buy tickets. Matushin, New Jersey. Yes. He had said that he completely just lost all respect for CM Punk. Really? What yes. a fucking mark. No, no. Well, yeah, that's another thing. It's like, it's a, he's, the reason why he said was CM Punk didn't say no to the riders. But that's what wrestling is. And but Now, I think it's funny because Hulk Hogan did the exact opposite. Some, uh, some Twitter fan actually tweeted to Hulk Hogan. He was doing a little Q&A. 
and asked him, what do you think about CM Punk and everything that he said? And Hulk Hogan said, I think what he's doing is great. He's taking the ball and he's running with it. And he's one of the best out there. He said something on that, around that line. But still, Hulk Hogan praised him as opposed to really attacking him and well, taking offense to what he said. The whole thing was is because Billy Graham, that's – if you – Billy Graham, if you attack Bruno San Martino, that's attacking Billy Graham as well because they were going hand-in-hand in, hand in 1970s with each other. So if you say Bruno San Martino only did one match per month at Madison Square Garden or whatever – then it's also only Billy Graham going one match per month at Madison Square Garden. Come on. Billy Graham did like two two matches every two weeks. Yeah, well, Which that's... the same thing. Yeah. Whatever. It's, no, because <laughs> there's, there's four weeks in a month, so it's not every... Who's waiting for someone to catch on? You said every... Oh, every other two weeks. Okay, <laughs> right. I failed math, so I'm sorry. Clearly. Yeah, and then after this pipe bomb promo, The Rock came out, made his return... Five minutes left into the program. Did we really think The Rock was going to not take up more than five minutes? Or no? What was yeah, they, they went till 11.15, which I was kind of surprised about. At first, when they came out, to when there was only five minutes left, I was just like, all right, what the fuck is going to happen? Is it going to go till 11.05? But, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, he, he came out. He brought up how Punk should be fearing, tw- uh, how he has 20 days. So he has 20 days until they will face at Royal Rumble and how the fans do have a voice. Yeah, and, and basically puss. Yeah, which was stupid because because uh I mean The Rock is this guy now with Twitter always trying to get things trending, always giving people nicknames. I thought that the one thing that really was like that blow was where CM Punk said to The Rock, um what is it uh that his arms are too short to be boxing with God. Yeah. I thought that was like, wow. Right. That was pretty bold. And is it, is that like a match that we'd see Vince McMahon fought God on a pay-per-view one time? Yeah, surprisingly he won. <laughs> did he? Was it? Oh, uh, because God. No, did God show off even? I don't know. I don't know. What are you talking about? Vince McMahon fought <laughs> God. They had a fucking spotlight come down from the ceiling and Vince McMahon fought God or whatever and... It was the whole era, uh, not era, but the whole time period with Shawn Michaels, which is also an era. But I don't know. Regardless, that's fifteen. <laughs> the the entire promo was just they were going back and forth, back and forth. How many times do I say back and forth in a, in a marking out podcast uh, episode? Yeah. I don't know. Don't let me know. I don't give a shit. But yeah, <laughs> yeah <right. laughs> straight up. But yeah, the, the promo was a good, solid promo, and then it ended with The Rock hitting the rock bottom on CM Punk, and that was the end of the show. Apparently, after the show, The Rock hit two more rock bottoms on CM Punk. Back to the actual show. Who won? Oh. War of the words. Honestly, I think CM Punk looks stronger. The Rock, again, with his... Even though that he hit the rock bottom. Yeah, because Rock came out with what seemed like rehearsed lines with, I'm going to trend this. I'm going to call you this. You want a Carvel sponsorship? I'm going to get you a Carvel sponsorship. And it's like... To me, why? Do you think The Rock won? No, I actually agree with you. I think CM Punk won. I thought CM Punk's words were very strong. Uh, he he didn't speak as much as The Rock did, but when he did speak, he fucking you felt that shit. Like when I like what I said with the with the God comment. He for I was just blown away with his words. Listen, it's quality over quantity, right? 
Brad's heard that before. <laughs> but, yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Moving away from Monday Night Raw, we don't have SmackDown this week, as you would have heard, I guess, before Raw, because we did SmackDown last week, but you guys already knew that because you listened to episode 100, and if you just didn't listen to episode 100, then definitely go to MarkingOut.com and check out episode 100. And subscribe on iTunes and leave and, this comment. Right. The uh, next thing we, I want to talk about is WWE Main Event. Take place every Wednesday. This week, we started off with a promo from Sheamus. And, uh, which led into a match with Sheamus and Dolph Ziggler. Well, actually, let me, before, before we say the match, let me just say that I forget who was in the interview backstage. Matt Stryker. It was Stryker? I don't know. I didn't really see it. Someone was backstage (laughs) trying to interview Dolph Ziggler and Biggie Langston stepped up instead. Uh, this... Honestly, I'm going to say it. he's not ready for the main roster. He's not ready for TV. I agree with you. I think that, especially after we did hear him on the mic, I'll move in a little bit closer to the mic now, <laughs> but after we did hear Biggie Langston on the mic and with his reactions in the ring and out of the ring and how he is outside um, during the matches, I don't think he's ready yet. To me, he was cutting the promo trying to be fierce. He's trying to be feared. But look at that little and face. No, no, no. Here he is, and he's he's kind of smirking. And maybe his, his lips aren't smiling, but his eyes are. And if you – I mean, you guys know what I'm talking about? You could smile with your eyes? Yeah. I mean, when when a girl says no and her eyes say yes, no, that's, that's – uh, No, no means no, David. Uh, <laughs> that's no. like not even okay to say that. But with that. the eyes. No. If, if she winks at you, maybe. Uh, I don't know when the okay. sexy well, note. I, I yeah. thought it was kind of the same thing. but whatever. Yeah, no. Biggie Langston was definitely not selling it for me. To me, it reminded me exactly when Gene Snitsky and Kane were going at it, and they got they fell off the, the stage together, and it led to Gene Snitsky, the big cut into his face, and he's just sitting there smiling. Okay, so now you have Biggie Langston in here and whatnot. How are you going to write him off if you do write him off? No, there's there's no writing him off. Like at this what? Point. What do you do? Like is he in too deep? Yeah, he's in too in deep. Too deep. Yeah, no, he's definitely got to pay for that if you keep singing that. Some forty one. <laughs> yeah, but there's there's no way there's absolutely no way to get him off TV. I don't I don't know. I think that they could figure out a good way whether or not he gets injured or they just look what they did with Mason Ryan. Just stop using him. Honestly, I don't think that. How many times are we going to say it? I don't think that he's ready. Plus, I feel like an asshole. I'm not even going to say it. Never mind. Okay, but... You already got to say it now. <laughs> no, I was going to say his singlet again. I want to drill that into people's heads. His singlet is stupid. Yeah, wear street clothes. You're a bodyguard, not a wrestler yet. Yeah, it's kind of awkward just standing outside of the ring in your singlet. Just wear clothing, dude. So then that led into Ziggler versus Sheamus... And I'm pretty sure they went a good solid half hour like, around that area. I was a big fan of the end with the bro kick to the where he missed the bro kick, then uh, yeah. he missed the super kick, then he nailed the bro kick. And it's very, very little do I do I get into wrestling like really hardcore and cheer. And that that moment with the missing of the bro kick, missing of the super kick, hitting the moves, not hitting the moves, I was I was a fan of that and it got me Excited. Then it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a weird yeah. thing to say. Then, then, but it ended with the count out of Ziggler, and then Biggie Links and kind of uh, yeah, Sheamus stared. was going to go after Ziggler, and then Biggie Links was just like, "Yo, led what to up?" A, led to a stare away. down where 
Biggie Langston to me again just looked like he was smiling, and it wasn't his Irish eyes. I don't know. I, I think a lot of it is too his the height difference. I mean, uh, yes, it's different. No, it gets brought up a lot and everything, but because of his physique and everything, he, he looks awkward. I don't know, especially when he's standing up against Sheamus. Yeah, I'm, I'm not really convinced that this guy can, has the ability to take on Sheamus. Yeah, I don't. I mean, but the commentators tout it all the time that Biggie Langston holds records for weightlifting and whatnot. So, I mean, I wouldn't want to mess with Biggie Langston unless I was tickling him with a feather, which I don't normally do that to so people. So you have done that? Yeah, I mean, if there's you don't normally feathers play. everywhere that I could just <laughs> stop tickle. tickling me, dude. Yeah, right. No, but I mean, Sheamus really did give it his all in that match, and you could tell that from his spiked up hair went down, and he was sweating a lot. That's I sound really weird. Okay, but there was another match on there. Yeah, Zach Ryder versus Wade Barrett, and I thought that this was a really good match. I was not a fan of the end, though. I do not like the end where where Zach I almost uh, where okay, Zach go. where Zach does the Broski boot and misses. Because the opponent always rolls to the outside of the ring. And what happens after he rolls to the outside of the ring? Yes, you are correct. Zack Ryder goes out to the ring to outside of the ring to go get him. And then the other guy opponent rolls back in the ring and attacks Zack Ryder when he gets back in the ring. I think it's done so many times. It's um I think it's stupid. It's because they're not giving Zack Ryder that potentially that potential push that he could get. Just let him hit the broski boot or else just the, well, gonna, he did hit the broski boot in the match. Yeah, but I mean, if if you're gonna miss the broski boot, and instead of chasing them outside, catch like have the opponent catch the broski boot, like actually stop it or roll to the side. But I don't like the fact how people always roll to the outside of the ring. Yeah, look at Dave over here. He thinks he's Pat Patterson. <laughs> Book I'm not the one over here Book talking the matches. about how I'm excited the matches. for these matches. Booking the matches, I'm not the one over here talking You're about excitement. You're such a fucking dickhead. <laughs> okay, but Wade Barrett won the match. Yeah. Shit. And, I mean, yeah, I don't have to say anything else. But uh, Good, I don't think they want you to. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I love him. No, I don't think they do. <laughs> but uh, let's get into some random. Oh, no, let's not get into some random. What about wrestling. musical interlude? Yeah, we have a musical interlude for you this week. It's by a little band that you might have heard of, Eat Your Cupcake. I'm sorry, I said Eat Your Cupcake. I meant Carve Your Niche. It is called I Am The Parasite. Uh, Do we say when to follow them before or after we play the song? I'm sorry, Chris. Okay, Chris (laughs) is in this band, but yes. Go follow them on Facebook at facebook.com slash Carve Your Niche. Follow them on Twitter at CYN Band. And enjoy the song. Beep boop.
that was, of course, Carve Your Quiche. I'm sorry, it's not going to stick with me. You guys should change the name of your band. Carve Your Quiche. <laughs> I'm just damn, kidding, I'm just kidding. I got a headache from listening to that heavy metal. Yeah, I think my ears are bleeding. Awesome good music right there. Yeah. And we got some fan questions sent in to us this week. That we do. We're going to go into some questions. Some questions. I, we have four questions. I feel like this is Passover, except I can eat bread. There you go. At Green Hooded One sent us the question, how is the Tampa crowd? For Monday Night Raw. And <laughs> I thought the crowd, it, it was good. It seemed like a pay-per-view. Definitely a show worthy enough of... Uh, crowd was hot during the segment with The Rock and the TLC match. Yeah, definitely a, a worthy crowd of returning to. <laughs> Talking about number two, here's the second question. I like that what? segue. Thank you, thank you. All right, at Montreal Broski says, well, asks, Have you ever tried getting a significant other or a friend into wrestling? If not, where would you start the history lesson? Anything you guys can recommend from the pro wrestling world? Well, we that's actually, all the time we have this week. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> we actually, as you know, we have uh, my cousin Brad. Brad, I was See, because you were going to say Brandon. I, I do have my cousin Brandon here. Yeah. I also have my cousin Brad here who doesn't watch pro wrestling until he started listening to Marking Out. Now he does. So we started showing him some, well, some uh, WWE stuff. And today we introduced him to the uh, Undertaker vs. Mankind Hell in a Cell from King of the Ring. Of 1998. He had no idea what to expect, no idea what went on, no idea who Mankind was. I knew who Mankind was. Did, <laughs> did you know Undertaker had long yeah. hair? Oh, uh, no, I did not know he had long hair. He didn't know, because he only knew WrestleMania 28. Undertaker had short hair. Alright, so you watched it for the first time ever, no clue what's going on. Thoughts? What do you I think? Thought, I thought it was amazing. I mean, Mankind getting thrown from the top of the cage into the commentator's booth, crashing out of the commentator's booth. I thought it was over right there. What was your thoughts when you saw his tooth inside of his nose? That was re- that happened after, though. Yeah, but what, I'm, I'm kind of it was disgusting. But the fact that he was still going out was was that crazy. Was, yeah. If you guys, because Brad's so new and everything, we're trying to show him all the best matches that we could think of. If you know any match that you think that Brad should watch, you let us know. Please tweet me, at Bradigan89. That's Such a shameless fucking guy. You know that we have a segment specifically for that, right? Yeah. I know, but I wanted to do it again. (laughs) Yeah, but that's kind of where we started with. I think that you should definitely... the thumbtacks! The thumbtacks! I I think you should start with, first, if you're going to introduce somebody into the product, start with what the current product is. Start showing them everything from Monday Night Raw, SmackDown that the, that's currently being shown, and then after that, go back to through history, find some of the really top matches that highlighted some uh, some of the Hall of Famers, some of the best wrestlers' careers. Listen, you don't even need Hall of Famers yet because I think if you want to introduce somebody, you want to get them watching wrestling and being like, "Holy shit, I feel for this guy. I feel for these people." My favorite match of all time. It's written on the website. I think this is it. The TLC match at WrestleMania 2000. Or is it just a ladder match? Ladder match at WrestleMania 2000, I think. Or WrestleMania 17. Now I'm getting confused. But just any sort of TLC match between Edge, Christian, Jeff Hardy, Matt Hardy, Dudley Boys. I don't know if I would show technical matches, to be honest. Because I don't know how into the into the matches they would be. I don't know if they would really understand it or they would respect what's going on right and i actually did think about showing lance storm versus chris jericho 
from One Night Stand 2005, but then I thought, maybe not just yet. I feel like those technical matches are something that you have to gradually grow into. Because when you first get into it, when you first, when you see Mankind going off the cage, when you see all these other, like, TLC matches, when you see these matches that, like Brandon said, you feel for the person where you see them being what they're putting their bodies through, you start to realize, like, wow, these guys are really putting their bodies on the line for my entertainment. And then from there, you could go into the technical uh, field. You could go into the old school field, like uh, Randy Savage, Hulk Hogan's. You could go start to move all over the place. But I would start with the Hell in a Cell I mean, yeah, DLCs. absolutely. Hell's... And there's just the highlights of people's careers. And I'm, I'm going to say this, too. My second favorite match probably of all time was Jeff Hardy versus Undertaker for the Undisputed Championship on a Raw in 2002. And I'm sure everybody listening knows and might agree that that was one of the best matches. And you actually came out thinking who was going to win. And you actually... Obviously, it didn't happen, but... Yeah. Well, talking about it as a kid and everything, Ben Hendelis wrote into us, what age did you become a fan of pro wrestling? What age did you become a fan of pro wrestling, Brandon? Probably like eight years old, eight, nine, ten-ish. Eight, so, nine, ten-ish. So you had yeah. you probably had a beard back then, right? Yeah, back in 1998. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah. Um, so Brandon started in 1998, age of eight. I started... In probably 1992, at the age of seven, six, six or seven, what? And, and you were still breastfeeding, right? Yeah, back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that was bad. I laughed seven. at my joke before I said it. <laughs> well, I will admit I was interrupting when I was younger, and then slowly got out of it. You know, Dave being my cousin, we hung out a lot. Yeah, we used to. I, I remember there was a few times that. Uh, I'm pretty sure that was Keith that you, family. Way, not me. No, that was definitely you. I'm pretty sure uh, it was Keith. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I remember watching pay-per-views here and there. Okay, so last question. And apparently, he's got a legitimate question. Agent Lanzo 1 wrote to us, got a legitimate question. What is your all-time favorite wrestling uh, game? And that's for all three of us. So I'm guessing the third one being Brad that he's including. Thank yeah. you. And for him, it's No Mercy for N64. For me... For him? For who? For oh, him. for him. Okay. Yeah, for Aid Delonso. You pointed to me. I was like, I didn't tell for, you that. For Aid Delonso. All right. My favorite all-time game has to be... I got to agree with him with No Mercy. No Mercy for N64. Because yeah. I only own a... But for... An N64. I, I go back and forth with my second favorite game, though. I don't know. Runner-up-wise, I it's very tough. I kind of would choose... WCW vs. the World on PlayStation. Are you I was a, me? I was a big fan of that game just because it had WCW wrestlers, but it also had a lot of outside of WCW wrestlers. You had a lot of Japanese uh, re- uh, wrestlers. You had a lot of old school wrestlers, so I thought it was pretty cool. Was that the game with Hoof Hearted in it? I don't know. Or was that WCW Thunder? Is that a game? WCW Thunder yeah. was a game. I think I Hoof Hearted, that racehorse, was in the game. I, that that may have been WCW Nitro because Nitro had like an, an alien, a, I think a horse. That's where they had wrestled at the disco place. Yeah, but uh, my favorite game I would have to say either WWF WWE Here Comes the Pain or I was mean, that the first one? No. no, that was the fifth game I believe. Okay, yeah. All right, I, because it started off. A while ago, that was okay. Yeah, and I think honestly, WWE 13 is a really good game. I have minimal complaints about it, and except he can't figure out how to get out of a pin. Right. 
guy chipped me and lost. Guy lost me. You he fucking lost. lost me. He lost listen. me. He lost me two, two to three mat, triple threat matches against Brad because he can't, he can't figure out how to get out of pain. Playing and I won two out of three. Just because I listen, just because I lose the match. And can't kick out of a pin doesn't mean I gypped you. You were sitting there. Laying, I didn't lose the match. You were laying on the mat, not able to compete. I did not compete. lose the match. You were you not did. able to compete. You, I didn't lose the match. You did. But you were not able to compete, so I didn't. I was able you. to. Right, can we not talk about who lost and who won? If I got no, if I got off you. that mat, I I was gonna hit my finisher. I would have won that shit. In but you heartbeat. were laying on the mat. Okay, if you say so. That if that's how it goes, it does go exactly like that. Yeah. Okay. About that. All right, so next segment of the show. Brandon's over here, like, stretching out. I got a cramp. Yeah, <laughs> He's got a good old cramp. All right, not crabs. I said cramp. Yeah. No, you said crabs. How do you get rid of crabs? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently a spoonful of mustard. Though. Yeah, inside joke. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> all right, so we have a lot of independent wrestling shows coming up. One specifically is NYWC Sideshow on January 19th at the NYWC Sportatorium. You can go check them out at nywcwrestling.com. Go follow them on Twitter at nywcwrestling. At this event, so far they only have three matches announced, but the three matches announced right now are enough to get any wrestling fan to buy tickets, you, especially if you're, lo- if you're living local close to Deer Park. You have the Big O, Adrenaline, Ryan Rush, Alvin Alvarez versus Dickie Rods, Rex Lawless, and Apollyon. This is I can't do this as Brandon's over here stretching his entire freaking. Do I look like Shawn Michaels? No, yes. No, I don't. Okay, so no, you, you got look like you're stretching your balls. <laughs> but you, you got that six man tag going on. You got Ripwreck and Stockade teaming up to go against Team Tremendous, who's making their NYWC return. Ken Scampy and Dan Barry, who we're a big fan of. Wait, Ripwreck got kicked out? Yeah, he's not in uh, Order of the Black anymore. I don't remember that. Uh, yeah, because, who was it, I think Apollyon beat him up? No, Stockade beat him up in the beginning of their last show. So, Whipwreck... No, Stockade was out. No, but I think this was before. This was, like, leading up to it. Uh, Regardless... That's number 785. Yeah, Whipwreck and Stockade are not in the Order of the Black. Order of the Black is Dickie Rots, Rex Lawless, Apollyon, and they're trying to, to, right now, at the current time, they are trying to recruit Ryan Rush. We've seen a promo where they were... In the backstage area, talking to Ryan Rush, trying to get, get him into the Order of Black. Will he accept it? We don't know. During this match, it's Big O and Al, uh, Alvin Alvarez are putting a lot of trust in Ryan Rush. How much could they trust him? I mean, Order of the Black is very pow- powerful. Yeah, but definitely just go out, check out the show. If you're on Long Island, if you've never seen a show from MYWC, you're missing... Out, big time. You also got Francis Kiplin-Stevens, who was a pa- uh, past guest of the show, versus Dan Echoes. <laughs> he was a past guest of the show? Guest. He yeah. was on our show. I don't know. But yeah, but you got you guy. got Stevens versus Dan Echoes, and they, they have a lot of other matches that they will be announcing, so go check them out. Go buy your tickets. Uh, it's going to be in Deer Park Sportatorium January 19th. Well worth it. Yeah, and uh, you know... We heard some rumors. Fuck you. Don't raid me on and shit. We heard some rumors this week of a certain generic luchador. Ole, 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 ole. Ole, ole. Ole, 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 ole. Ole, ole. That's 
<laughs> right. I think Chris might bark the fuck out for that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he probably will. But yeah, and don't lie. You definitely chanted along with us as you're listening to the podcast while you're working out or some shit or driving in the car. Yeah. Don't hold back. You know you want it. <laughs> yeah. But yes, El Generico was rumored to sign a contract with the WWE. Well, Apparently not, this yeah. was false, though, as he did not sign with the WWE yet. He is currently yeah. – yet – but he is currently going through uh, the physical testing and all the medical examinations to get signed by the WWE. So pretty much he has to pass all the – are you all right over here? <laughs> <laughs> this is great right now. Brandon has his foot stuck between the chair and the couch. That sounds like a, That's what a you get for arc. freaking getting up and trying to move around while I'm trying to do a podcast. <laughs> Yo, it's, a it's 11.45 though. at night. I want to go to sleep soon. Yeah, well, Shit. All right, but – um. So oh, are we oh like- yeah, El Generico. So he has to go through the testing. This is big testing time because medical-wise, this can make or break a wrestler. Back when Chris Hero originally got signed, uh, Cassius Ono, he actually failed his medical exams for high testosterone, which delayed his actual signing for a few months. Uh, Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan, was also delayed because he had a liver problem. And then Nigel McGuinness of, of Ring of Honor fame and independent fame, he was also uh, going to get signed, but then his medical examinations came back pretty bad, so he was not pursued. So all we need is Generico to be uh, to pass all these examinations, and hopefully he'll we'll be seeing the one of our favorite luchadors in the WWE. And it is kind of odd that this comes out maybe two weeks after. We had that discussion on marking out whether who we think will be signed this year. And Chris and I both said adamantly, we don't see El Generico getting picked up by WWE or Impact this year. So, as long yeah, as... so surprising. I mean, he did... PWG DDT4 we spoke about, I think, on last week's podcast, which is a, t- a huge tag team tournament that they do in PWG, Pro Wrestling Guerrilla. He was originally, he was pulled for that event. Which led to a lot of speculations of, well, did he have a tryout match? Originally, I think I was hearing stuff that he had a tryout match with TNA, yeah. which I, uh, we didn't know. We couldn't confirm or anything like that. But now, apparently, it may have been for the WWE. But also, he's back on for that event. So if you are in that um, in the California area, you if you go to DDT4, you will see El Generico in action and possibly his last indie match. Yeah, but um, I yeah, mean, as th- long as if he gets signed by WWE, as long as I mean, do we see him keeping El Generico? Do we see him keeping? Um, honestly, I we- I was reading an article on Bleacher Report, and they gave a few different scenarios with him keeping his mask and everything, keeping the gimmick, and not keeping it or anything, because he is a very big asset to any promotion. He's fluent. He's a Canadian wrestler. He's fluent in French. He's fluent in Spanish. He's fluent in English. He's very well diverse. Um, you could use him, and you didn't sign him for his gimmick. You signed him for his wrestling abilities. I mean, it's the WWE. You're not going to sign somebody for just their gimmick alone. <laughs> Obviously, he's got something. I mean, some people. Yeah, look at Kali. Right. Fucking gimmick. Um, <laughs> and Hornswoggle, damn it. Um, but yeah, uh, I think that they signed him for his wrestling ability. And with our, I know in the past I said he had to keep the gimmick and whatnot, but I think that he can actually still uh, do very well without his mask and gimmick. 
Of course, if he did keep the masking gimmick, I think that he would get over uh, very easily and very fast with the young audience and with the entire audience. Because when you have a masked wrestler, it draws your attention. It draws your interest. It draws everything. And especially with his move, his move set that he has from the brain buster to he does one move from the outside where he dives in between the two bottom ropes to hit a DDT on you while you both are outside. So he has a, a range of amazing moves. Yeah, I mean, I just, I really hope he'll get the CM Punk treatment. Well, well, the CM Punk treatment and the fact that he gets to keep his name and somewhat of the gimmick. I mean, we've seen a lot of <clears throat> uh, wrestlers that have been signed that couldn't keep it. Like I said, Chris Hero couldn't keep it. Pac just got signed. He can't keep it. So we don't – We you never know. Who would you sign, though, if you were picking up wrestlers right now? Apparently, this is of Triple H doings. Are you talking to me or are you talking to them? Okay, because Brandon <laughs> does. Who, who would you guys sign? Tweet us at Marking Out. Let me know. If you were the promoter, Who, what independent wrestler would you sign? Personally, I could see Adam Cole getting signed. I could also see Kevin Steen getting signed. Who, by the way, I just saw, I just read on news sites or whatever. I fucking hate reading that shit. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, Adam Cole and Sammy Callahan will have tryout matches this month, so you never know. I, I could see Kevin Steen getting signed. But then if Kevin Steen gets signed, what really happens to Ring of Honor? Because he's such a big stable of Ring of Honor right but now. But I don't see Kevin Steen getting signed because he's really? not – I don't think he's that top guy. That's, I, I, I don't think he needs <clears throat> WWE is what He I also want. does have an insight though because he is friendly with The Rock or at least to what we know. Friendly with I mean, The Rock? He had yeah. tweets back and forth. He tweeted I don't nonstop. know. I don't know. I hear from people and people hear from other people. Yeah, right. So – I don't know. You never know. We're you just we're know. just two, I would sign we're just Chainsaw two and a half fans. And... We're just two and a half fans that make uh Yeah, a... whatever whatever our saying is, just yes. just pretty much say that in your pro mind wrestling right now. Fans by pro wrestling talk. No, not that, that one. It? We didn't no, even I'm say kidding. that in the beginning of the it's show. It's also I think. reversed. Yeah, but we still But didn't no, say Ring Rope Rebellion says that in our theme song. Oh, that works. Yeah, All but right, thanks. Um <laughs> Yeah, we're getting off the El Generico talk, and I... Eddie Edwards I was signed to. Okay, off it. I have to apologize. Del- we're... Samurai Del Sol. Oh, yeah, that's true. Back on there. Yeah. Um, we're, we're doing TNA Impact. Fuck, 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 fuck! Yeah, Dave, you have all the notes from Impact. <laughs> yeah, I have notes. What I ha- Just to explain what, you, what I have right now, I have on the top a bunch of signatures that I did of Brandon's name. Then it goes into the results of what... The matches were. And then halfway through the results is a really poor drawing of Tiffany, the referee. So, and pretty much it was just to draw her tits. You know so, what? And then like around there, I think, I think then she's saying have, one, two, three. Might have found the picture of the week. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm not <laughs> it, even it's joking. It's actually pretty bad. And then it, around there is all of the results. So, yes. First Impact Wrestling. Chris was there. It's the f- second Impact Wrestling of 2013. Well, no, I wasn't saying first Impact oh, Wrestling. I was saying yeah, like, right. Chris, our before host. Before we move on, first you can Impact follow wrestling. him on Twitter at Chris Sweendog. Yeah, we didn't even say that. Yeah, uh, you're welcome, Chris. Thank you, Brandon. Oh. And uh, Wait, where is I he love you. <laughs> Chris is actually was at Impact, so, but uh, we don't really. 
<laughs> That's what happens when I give when I give all the results to Brandon and he doesn't know what to say next. He's no, no. Well, well, listen. Okay, listen. So Impact, Impact has wrestling, a, wrestling Impact has a wrestling Impact. Yeah, pay per view they have this coming Sunday called Genesis. TNA Impact Genesis or whatever. Terrible fucking job at promoting this. We went into this week's Impact only with two matches announced. That being. Chavo Guerrero and Hernandez versus uh, Matt Morgan and Joey Ryan. And the second match being Jeff Hardy, who was the champion, versus Austin Aries and Bobby Roode. That, like, two matches going into the go-home show. Who the fuck are you trying to kid, motherfucker? They added so many matches tonight. Randomly, too. Uh, yeah. But basically, Impact... Uh, fucking shit show. It started Also, out. count the times that Brandon says, uh, during this entire Fuck podcast. You. I'm you, curious. Are you legit. fucking kidding me? Fuck you. <laughs> Thrown under the bus. What did we start Impact off with, Okay, Mr. you started Impact with Sting, with Sting in the ring. Talk with Sting in with the ring. Sting in the ring. You had Sting, <laughs> you, you had sting in the ring <laughs> with Shooter and, what was it? Shooter and Killer? Shooter and Gavin? Shooter and Killer? Yeah, Shooter and Killer, which was Kurt Angle and Samoan Joe. So stupid. No, I'm just kidding. Samoan, Samoan Joe. Joe. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. But yeah, apparently he was out there calling out Ace and Nates and nobody really gave a shit, but it was cool that Sting was there. Chris got to see Sting, so yeah. way to go. Congrats. Uh, yeah, so the next match was Zima Ion versus Kenny King. Good good match. Good match. Zima Ion, I really don't like his gimmick, but he didn't have any any part of his gimmick tonight, so it was a good match. I, 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 I like his gimmick, and I thought that this was a very good match. This was for a chance to – for the X Division title. I think no. the winner of this match faces the winner of the next match, and then that winner faces the champion. Is who the fuck is the champion? Rob Van Dam. Yeah. So is it? Yeah, it's the winner. Of oh, okay, okay, okay. So the, the pay per view, right? So Christian York versus Kenny versus, King. Yeah, faces and that. then that winner will go exactly, on, right? Okay, exactly. I remember that now. Exactly. So Kenny King won this match. Good match. So now he's going to go against Christian York, and I think next week Christian York versus Kenny King. No, and, no, no. This is the go home show. Oh yeah, it's on the pay per view. It's Christian York versus Kenny King. Really? Oh, so they're doing that match before? Yeah, someone's RBD? wrestling twice that night. Oh, okay. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Regar- regardless. <laughs> you tried to stop yourself. Yeah. Remember, it, it, remember last week when Chris said beating off and tried to play it off? That was yes. fucking hilarious. Um, but it's going to be a very good no match. You're going to have Christian Chris. York versus Kenny King. Uh, Christian York has blown all of – I say that a lot too. Has blown all of us away. He, he's very talented. Uh, it I'm saying that too. I don't know. Yeah, why don't you count how many times Danmark has... Yeah, but the winner gets a shot at RVD. Then you had Robbie E and Tessmacher and Robbie T in the little promo, but nobody really cared. Which led into the match of Robbie E, Robbie T versus... And Tar- yeah, no, Tessmacher wanted, yeah. wanted the winner of the bro, bro off to be her tag team partner. So it was Tessmacher and Robbie T versus Tara and Jesse and Tessmacher and Robbie T got the W. Can I just say that... No, you cannot say. Let's move on. I want to say <laughs> real fast that how the fuck is is uh, Tessmacher going to get up in the face of Victoria and grind her vagina on her face? That's like, disrespectful. It's not disrespectful because I've seen people do it before, but I don't understand how I you're going to put it on... fucking thing like a Sunday Television show. That's disgusting. You'd eat it with your nuts? Oh, that's pretty funny. I'm allergic. 
Yeah, but you would. Yeah, whatever. Move on. Okay, then you had gut check tonight. You actually, for the first time ever, you had two gut check participants. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess you could say that. Two unsigned, two uncontracted talents. That works for me. You had Brian Cage versus Jay Bradley. Brian Cage, I have to say, was very impressive. I know I texted back and forth with Chris. Chris was impressed as well. I was more impressed with Jay Bradley. The I feel winner like Mr. Perfect match. right now. I have a pen in my hand for no reason. There you go. Prime time. You like that? Nice. Actually, yeah, he did a little flip and everything. I used to do that job. in high school all the time. Just but Jay Bradley was very impressive. He nailed the. He finished off the match with the lariat and got, as I said, got the W. Yeah. But but I don't understand because we don't know, but we know Jay Bradley is of course contracted under TNA management. We assume that he's under right? a mask in in a little group called Aces and Aces. You may have heard of them, may have not. Yeah. But yeah, Jay Bradley's in there. Um, but he also won gut check, so who knows? Maybe he's gonna start doing double duty. Yeah, like what's his name? Like a blonde hair. Blonde hair. Yeah, Wes Briscoe. Oh, Briss. Yeah, that's why I call him Briss. Briss. Yep. Yeah, Briss. <laughs> have, you, have you been to my Briss? I yeah. have. Uh, no, I haven't. <laughs> no, you haven't. <laughs> You're older. Then you had Jeff Hardy and uh, James Storm versus Bobby Roode. Robert Rude, whatever he goes by, Rude. I, wait, wait, and before Aries. we say that, they had the backstage segment oh, yeah. argument between Robert Rude and Austin Aries, and I think they're doing this because Kane and Daniel Bryan is so popular in WWE. So they're going to try to get it very popular in TNA. Yeah, right? we're going to have TNA Impact. It'll be oh, let's have two competitors come back and forth and say. I'm wearing this. Well, I'm wearing this. Well, I'm not wearing this. Well, I'm not going to wear this. Let me. I'm going to wear this to the ring. I'm going to wear this to the ring. And I'm not going to wear this to the ring. And so back and forth and back and forth. I, don't, I just want to see how many times I can keep on completing your sentences. Yeah. Most often you can't complete my sentences because you give wrong words right. after it. And ex- exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but, um, yeah, awesome. I thought they had good chemistry, as always. As Our always, Aries yeah. and Rude. Yeah. I, mean, I can, not, I can not definitely, I anything. definitely agree with you with them trying to go the Kane Daniel Bryan route, but I, I still like it. I, I like their interactions together. And honestly, if they did do it, I wouldn't be against it. I'm totally fucking against it because, first of all, I don't know. They're they're mentioning way too much of WWE. Yeah, as that's is. yeah, that's true. They are mentioning it way. Too so much. they're obviously watching the product. Let's not pretend that we don't watch the fucking company. The other the what the enemy not the enemy the competition's product i don't know but, but. Uh, it, it led to the match and whatnot and hardy uh hardy and storm won by dq because austin aries hit jeff hardy with the championship even though christian uh christian daniels uh, <laughs> yeah but even though kaz and daniels because daniels fucking got involved before that and the referee hebner was like looking in that direction and just like cold shoulder that shit didn't but even that's, blind eye that's did. impact for you and then we had uh, Mr. Anderson, Anderson <laughs> out with aces and eights in the back promo with a bunch of hookers. I think were yeah, they hookers? Is he in, I don't know. They look like hookers. What do they, what does a typical hooker look like? Somebody that's willing to sit on your lap. Somebody that's oh, you know that's weird because little children do that to Santa Claus, so. In a sense, then they would be hookers, but... Dude, are you calling think... children hookers? Well, no, I mean... No, I'm not going to say children are, you are gonna, hookers. Are you going to try to argue this? No, that I'm not going to say... children are not hookers? They're, I mean, unfortunately... When it comes not, to let's... Santa Claus... 
No, when it comes to Santa Claus, they're not hookers. When it comes to anything, children to get, aren't hookers. But they, they're sitting on, sitting on his lap in order to get something in return, right? But that's not always the case because I've had people sit on my lap and they got nothing in return. Well, actually, maybe they got the enjoyment of sitting on my lap. I'm going to have to ask these people. Many There's people. There's no people. There's a long list. Thanks for, thanks for making me look like an asshole. No, but yeah, so we had that promo. Just it. I stopped paying attention during this promo, legit. That's why I can't talk about it. Yeah. Not going to sugarcoat it. Sorry, Anderson, Kennedy. Don't give a shit. Yeah, I'm just going to try and go off memory here. You had a match between Mike Knox and Kurt Angle. Oh, shit. I don't even write that shit down. <laughs> Again with a steel object, this time a hammer. David. I thought it was a rubber hammer. I thought I saw that. Not rubber. I thought I saw that stuff bend. Yeah, I, I don't, thought that bent. I don't think it was rubber. But you had that. You had Aces and Eights come out and attack. Marks. You had Jeff Hardy. You had somebody else, some bullshit, fucking make the return. Somebody Joe. This might have return. happened before. <laughs> no, like, make the save, I meant. Oh. But, uh. Yeah, I think Samoa Joe. What, when did the thing it? with. Oh, it was Garrett Bischoff Don't and. Touch uh, me. Oh, yeah. Right. Briscoe. <laughs> yeah, right. It was Wes Briscoe. And Briscoe and uh, Samoa Joe came out to make the save. Was that the end of Impact, though? No, because. Was it? No, because then they had the Bully Ray. Did that come after or yeah, before? Yeah, that came after. Okay, so this they, came... They carried, what? They carried, okay, they carried so. Kurt Angle out on the stretch right, 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 right. because he got injured and, oh my God, I hope he's going to be okay. And here's another thing that... Don't give a shit! <laughs> it was like that Christmas song. Which? Don't give a shit, don't give a shit, don't give a shit. Give me the music. That's going to be the musical interlude next week. But they had... A promo where it was. Are you still listening with? to this yeah. podcast? I'm confused though. Sting had a match. Was Sting in a match? Chris, come back! Yeah, who the fuck did Sting wrestle? Sting didn't. Sting made his. Wait, did he wrestle? It was Sting versus Mike Knox. Did we not? What did I say? Kurt Angle versus Mike Knox. Yeah, you said well, Kurt no, Angle. Kurt, and then he knocked out Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle got taken off the stretcher, and Sting got pissed off and came out and with them steel. I don't know. Back. Let's just skip this okay. entire segment. Sting because... had a return match, very first match back, and it was Mike Knox. Mike Knox is somebody who needs to prove himself in Impact Wrestling. Has done nothing. It was not a big win. Big win for Sting. And he that... didn't really do anything in WWE. Uh, Sting was never in WWE. Uh, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Shut up. About. No, I'm just kidding. Moving on. I'm sorry again, folks, but this is what Impact Wrestling does to us. This is what having... No, fuck that. Regardless. We just passed again. the midnight mark. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, you had Hulk Hogan come out to the ring. You had Brooke Hogan. You had Mark, which is Bully Ray. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. For a second. Wait, Marks. I'm sorry. I'm going out of order. They Chris, had, Chris again, it's so pissed had, at this episode. They, they had Bully Ray. They, wait, no. You they, had Sting, Brooke, they had no. Brooke Hogan and Hulk Hogan talking and talking and talking. And then they name drop Mark. Instead of saying Bully Ray and referring to Bully Ray as Bully Ray, they start using the word, using his real name, Mark. I hate this. It's not going to make me believe the product anymore. Yeah. But somewhere in between, we're getting confused here where... Aces and Eights ended up having Brooke and... Hostage. Yeah, hostage. When did this happen? It happened. Yeah. And they said, Sting, if you move one more inch or whatever, you the next time you see Brooke, you won't know what she looks like or you won't recognize her. Which was a really dumb line. Makes no sense. And that led to Bully Ray coming out, swinging the, the chain, getting rid of Aces and Eights, chasing them off. 
And to me, this is just like the higher power angle in WWF where somebody is behind everything of Aces and Eights. Devon plays Undertaker. Aces and Eights plays corporate, uh, the ministry. Uh, fucking Bully Ray would be Test, I would assume. Stephanie McMahon would be portrayed by Brooke Hogan, leading Vince McMahon to be Hulk Hogan, meaning Hulk Hogan is behind Aces and Eights. What do you think? I think Brandon is onto something. Yeah, it was me. It was all along. But fuck this. Or but fuck this, as people like to say now. Let's just do pay-per-view predictions. I'm sorry. This this is what TNA Impact does to us. We yeah. really don't want to cover this, but we'll cover it. People are going to fucking hate us after I this. I know. I mean, the, it's not even Okay, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Let's just do like this. Let's do it's this. It's just like the storylines. Match. We're, we're going to go off in order of Wikipedia because that's what we do. Yeah. Chavo Guerrero and Hernandez are the tag team champions. They're facing Matt Morgan and Joey Ryan. Who do you see winning this match, David? Chavo Guerrero and Hernandez. I'm going with Chavo and Hernandez as well. I don't know if Brad wants to chime Honestly, in. Honestly, I don't, I don't know these guys well enough. He doesn't know them well enough, right, so we're so going to pick who, for Chris. We're going to pick Bob Backlund. I'm just kidding. We're gonna pick, I'm going to go with Matt Morgan and Joey Ryan. Really? I think he would think that. Because I think he thought that last time or some shit. No? Okay, sure. Why not? Next match, we have Jeff Hardy as the champion versus Austin Aries versus Bobby Roode, the two challengers for the championship, heavyweight championship. I'm going to pick Jeff Hardy. I'm sticking Jeff Hardy as I'm well. Go with Hardy. You're sticking Jeff Hardy, really? Yeah, I'm sticking Jeff Hardy. I, 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 <laughs> I just think that Aries and Bobby Roode are going to end up having a lot of heat during that match, especially with everything going into it. I feel like they're not going to coexist. Even though there should be coexisting, I don't think it's going to work out. Next up, we have Christopher Daniels versus James Storm. I honestly could give two fucking shits. I was about. To, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, I'm going to say James Storm. Sure, I'll go I just, with James I like Storm. his name, so I'm going to go yeah. James Storm. Oh, we should be writing these down. <laughs> so much for that. <laughs> yeah, uh, Chris, he'll, he'll pick James Storm, too. We didn't pick Chris for the last I'll time, I'll either. do Chris's picks. All right, yeah, yeah pick up. <laughs> Yeah, so Doc versus Sting. I'm going Sting. I'm going Doc. Just um, some sort of DQ or some I'm gonna shit. I'm going to go Sting. I like his face paint. Okay. <laughs> yeah, then we got Christian York versus Kenny King. Winner of this match will be in the finals of the X Division number one contenders tournament. I'm going to go Christian York. Or this is the number one. Yeah, this is the number one contenders. I'm yeah. going Christian York all the way. Kenny King. All right. Rob Van Dam, Chris, or Rob Van Dam versus the winner of Christian York versus Kenny King. I think... It'll be Christian York taking the championship from Rob Van Dam. Really? I do believe that. I have Van Dam over King. I'm going to put... But you just said York over King. No, no I think right? King over York. Listen uh, to him. Hmm. I'm going to go Van Dam. Then uh, this match was added. Yeah, Joseph added Park has been point. training for weeks and weeks, and he begged Hulk Hogan for a match. And with... I have cared for... Yeah, That's yeah, so much for sense yeah. for ending my sentence. Joseph Park begged Hulk Hogan for a match with Devon. Honestly, I see Joseph Park winning this one. I see Joseph Park winning this as well. Really? I have Devon. Yeah. All right. And then we have Gail Kim. Maybe we should have started at this fucking end. Yeah, now we're ending <laughs> with the Diva. Uh, yeah, well, we have Gail Kim versus ODB versus Miss Tessmacher versus Mickey James versus Velvet, Velvet Sky. Sky. Where it's a gauntlet match. 
I don't know how this Gauntlet match to become number one contender to the TNA Women's Knockout Championship. Who is the women's champion? Tara? Tara. No. No? Yeah. Who the fuck no. is it? Are you kidding me? Whoever the... We don't give a shit. Who is fuck it? This. I'm going with Mickey James, uh, regardless of who the fuck this is. Uh, I guess, Dave, give give your pick for... I'm going to go with Tessmacher. Brooke uh, Tessmacher. Miss Tessmacher. Miss Tessmacher. I'm going to choose her. I'm okay. going to go with Velvet Sky. There you go. Yeah. Uh, and that's our picks. Yeah, regardless of this, we have some shameless plugs to give out. Shameless plugs. Woo! It's time for the shameless plugs. All right. Go follow at DrewFem97. He's been an awesome fan, and I feel bad because he can't download Railroad Rudy on Xbox, but he can always create him. So use your imagination to create him. No, we don't want people to use their imagination. Railroad Rudy is Railroad Rudy. All right, Drew Fem 97 <laughs> do not use your imagination and do not create Railroad Rudy. But if somebody wants to download him on PlayStation 3 and upload the formula with all four attires, his entrance, and his moves, be our guests. Also, uh, go <clears throat> go listen to the Art of Wrestling podcast with Colt Cabana. This, uh, well, last week's guest, this week is Eric Cannon. Th- last week's guest new- is New Jack. And I thought it was an amazing podcast. I thought it was really interesting. I mean, you got to listen about coked up balcony dives, how he had sex at the age of six, more coke, and being arrested. <laughs> so go check it out at welovecoke.com. Also, tsmradio.com slash coltcabana. Buy something, too. Coltmerch.com. Last but not least, PWS Student Clash is January 19th, and it's only $20. It's going to be at the Sportsplex in Matuchin, New Jersey, bell times 8 p.m. You're going to get your chance to see Pat Buck. Coming out of semi-retirement. Coming out of retirement. Semi-retirement. To face Craven Barrow. Which you can follow at Metal God PWS. You can also see Fat Pack, which is the PWS Tag Team Champions, versus Black Hollywood and Marcus Wright. You'll see Chris House of Pain versus Kevin Matthews. Keith Miggs versus Devin Moore. Destruction and Seduction versus Enhancement Talent. Alex Saint versus Starman. MD Brocious versus John, uh, John Silver. Wild Bobby Wayward. Chris Dixon and DJ Mario Valentino versus Southside Players Club. And big deal, Craig Steele, Chad Castle versus Dylan Thomas versus Bonesaw versus Corey Havoc versus Ryan Alex Reynolds. Shit, I will read anything that's on a piece of paper, motherfucker. <laughs> go buy tickets and go check it out. Yes, and that was David's... ProWrestlingSyndicate.com. That was David's uh, shameless plugs. Do we have uh, Chris's match of the week? Do we? Wait, do we? Do we? Yes or no? Am I going to say yes or no? Yeah, well, you ask me? Yes, do we? Fuck yes, we do. So you're going to have to do the bumper. What do you mean? You know, the Chris's. Oh, okay. Ready? <clears throat> Chris's match of the week. Chris's match of the week. Okay, guys. Now, this match, I found a nice and awesome YouTube page that listed all these old Ring of Honor matches. And I came upon this little doozy. B.J. Whitmer vs. Jimmy Jacobs in a steel cage match from Super Card of Honor 2, which took place in March March 31st, 2007. This match was brutal. 
They they had a railroad spike involved in this match. Oh, I this thought was... you were gonna say railroad Rudy. <laughs> no, this but this match they've had a big feud. They tag team for a while, then they ended up breaking up. And they had a few big spots where they, uh, they both had railroad spikes. Yes, they both they both Fucking were brutal. busted open during brutal. this match. Whitmer at one point, not in this match, but during the feud, was power bombing Jimmy Jacobs off the turnbuckle into the audience during their last match, I think, and it all culminated no, to the steel cage I, match. Wait a minute, that what didn't look like he was power bombing into the audience though. No, no, there, there was two clips. Really, the clip I showed you was Jimmy Jacobs and Slipping. him. That was from their first match where they both got. Where they finished up. The, okay, there was a first match where they had where Jimmy Jacobs faced B.J. Whitmer. They had a spot on the top turnbuckle where B.J. Whitmer slipped off the top turnbuckle and Jimmy Jacobs smashed his head on the turnbuckle uh, coming on the way down. Then they finished up the match and B.J. Whitmer won that. Then they had a follow-up match. Well, for, no. Dude, it's one match. It's one Well, you asked match. me about this, so I'm trying to What was the it. one match? Because the one match is BJ getting BJ Whitmer versus Jimmy Jacobs. Steel Cage match. Super Card of Honor 2. I am going to post this shit on I'm, Facebook. Facebook.com slash Marking Out. Oh, you have to post Chris's match of the week today. I'm going to post it today, mofo. Not, well, not today. Regardless, that was Chris's match of the week. Brandon. And then a little bit of information because yeah. Brandon got me on a little roll. Brandon, who are you shouting out? This is marking out smooth jazz. Brandon shoutouts gonna make you come. Okay, first uh, Fruity Pebbles and Cocoa Pebbles are gonna get the first shout out. I believe for the first time ever, Fred Flintstone isn't featured on the front of the box. Shut the front door. Instead, John Cena is. So, in that case, with The Rock last year, it worked out for them. So, that's uh, number two. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Plain and simple, Shane McMahon gets the second one. He truly was Boy Wonder. Uh, Just watch any match of his. King of the Ring versus Kurt Angle. I really don't know a bad his Shane McMahon match. Tess, his matches versus Blackman. Big Show, insane fucking matches. And the last shout-out goes to Walt, Walt Disney, Disney World, World. Because that's where Chris and his family are right now. The happiest place on earth. Yes, I wish I was there. My freaking brother's about to be there. I wish I was there. Yeah. That was in Disneyland in California. And nobody was asking you. I'm just kidding. But speaking of not asking, we have our... I'm sorry. It's time for our... Our... take this one i'm gonna take this one and gonna give it to wwe 13 the usos were available this week for download on uh downloadable content and there were videos online of the usos entrance and it went from the beginning of their theme song to the end of their theme song with their with the the civ civ Siv a uh, haka. Haka, haka dance? dance? I don't haka? know. I don't Shit. know. I think it's Siv something. I, no, it's called 
It's called the Haka. I think, no, I think it's Sivatai no, or something. No, it's with an H. I think it's Sivatai. Regardless. Uh, yeah, so I was kind of disappointed in that. That being there wasn't there the actual vocals and everything. Then I downloaded them, and I noticed when I was putting them together as a tag team that they had an entrance video, The Usos, and then they had an entrance video, The Usos 2. So I clicked it, and it was the entrance video as if they had their, their main entrance. Then I go and do their theme song and put on The Usos 2, and they're doing the Civ Tie or whatever it's called, and I marked the fuck out for that, and it looks amazing. Huge props to THQ for that. I was actually disappointed because I didn't know that they had that in there. Um, I, I, I don't have the game or anything, but I saw the video online. And like Brandon said, it was from the start to the finish with the theme song. And I was kind of let down. I was just like, how the, how the hell do they screw this up and everything? And then he told me about that, how they had that second in- entrance. So I thought that was awesome. Yes. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. 20 weeks later to the Wolfpack Players with Brad episode of Marking Out. We wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. Have a great So that was that. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, I really, I, I feel bad for the listeners. Yeah, to have to listen to all that. Yeah, our our that shit. Was horrible. Whoa, whoa! You don't get to criticize our show. We allow you into our world. Everyone, unfollow at Bradigan eighty nine right Wait, now. They're still listening. Yes. Wait, why are you guys still listening? They the podcast are. is over. We stopped talking. Yes. Actually, no, you didn't. Finish your workout. Just turn us off. Stop. Turn us off. And uh, good luck on the chocolate cake. And don't unfollow me. <laughs> no, we did that yeah. already. Go away. Dick. No. Not away. you guys. Yeah, no. And I'm saying to you guys, listen. Chris, go come away. back. Chris, Hang come up. back.